Starting in three, two, one. And we're back for one more episode, probably our last one before our our uh, OLAs, our organized league activities. Yep, our rookie draft, all that exciting stuff. Yep. Um, if you don't know, you probably should know. But if you don't know, I'm Elvis. I'm Jimmy. And um, before we start with our podcast, we're going to do some, do a little bit of housekeeping. So, um, league members, for those of you listening. As you guys know, we have our, our, well, this is going to be our first one, so I can't really say annual yet get-together, uh, but hopefully it's going to be an annual get-together, and I think we're going to call it the Organized League Activities. I kind of hinted that that earlier, um, and basically we're going to get together and hang out and do some off-season stuff for our, our league, things like uh, drafting, making uh, decisions in regards to rule changes, and uh, we'll also have to uh, carry out our punishments from, from last season. We also uh, get to crown the champ. Yes. Oh, I wonder who that is. <laughs> Actually, the trophy is supposed to be coming in today, I think. Is it? Uh, I haven't I, I haven't checked my mail, but it should be in today, I think. I'm excited to see what it looks like. No, you can't see it until, uh, until day of. the day of. So Fair. Um, yeah. So, as a, as a reminder um, to our league... Our league dues, by according to our bylaws, our league dues are due before the rookie draft. So if you have not paid your league dues for this upcoming season, make sure you do so. Because if you don't, a bot will be drafting for you. Sounds good. And then uh, when season, I'm gonna say, I'm guessing, I don't, I'm not sure if we discussed this, but I'm guessing that if you don't pay by the time the season starts, not only are you having a bot drafting for you, but you're probably gonna forfeit your team. Yeah. If you don't pay your dues. Yeah. So uh, I think that's what's going on. I don't know. We didn't really discuss that. I don't, I expected everybody, I expect everybody to pay. So I'm not, you know. Yeah. Don't uh, make us hound you guys. Yeah. I hate, I hate chasing people down for money. So uh, please pay those dues and we'll send out more reminders as well on both Discord and whatever platform to get you. Yep. All right. Um, oh, and also something that's important. Um, our league free agency reopen date. This is important because um, obviously there's going to be some hot pickups right right off the bat. And so we want everybody to be on the same page um, when the free agency for our league reopens. Um, I'm thinking, we actually should have discussed before the podcast, but I'm thinking yeah. that once we can, well, the date for that, I was thinking that we can do that on um, basically the first day of preseason. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's <laughs> been decided right here on there. <laughs> so uh, make sure you guys keep uh, keep that date in mind. We'll remind you as well for that. So that's it for housekeeping. Yeah, um, I don't think there's anything else. Yeah. So do you want to preview our, our episode today? Sure. Uh, so we have the rookie lookout oh, or outlook lookout. Same uh, thing. And then we have keep trade cut, but it's kind of like, a rookie version, I guess, because, you know, uh, we need to make room for these incoming rookies. So we're going to throw out some names and kind of help you guys navigate through that. Mm-hmm. And then our last segment is a rookie mock draft, but we're doing it with bots. Nice. This is, I think that's going to be very exciting because it'd be my first time mock drafting rookies. Yeah, I think that's the same for actually, me. Actually, drafting rookies at all, actually. Yeah. My first time. So, um... Yeah, uh, quick note on our first segment, the Rookie Outlook. How is this different from our last Rookie Outlook? We, we did something similar to our, our last podcast. Uh, so we, we didn't know their, where they were going to go, like which, which teams they were going to get drafted. So now that you know they're settled in, um, we kind of have a better idea uh, of you know, where they might um, be in terms of their, their, uh, was it their draft position. Yeah, the draft capital and draft position yeah. and, and all that. And it's just important because sometimes you have really good players and they end up in really bad places. And, yeah. you know, like we could talk so highly highly of them ahead of time before the draft. And then once the draft comes around, their ADP could, could drop exactly. drastically. Yeah, so this is kind of like 
our t- our uh, opportunity to uh, do a full evaluation now that we know the, situ- what the situation. Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. So uh, let's get started. I don't remember which button <laughs> is for is the it, transition. Is it C? I'm going to guess it's C, and I'm going to keep this in the podcast <laughs> probably because I'm too lazy to edit. No, it's not it. It's sad. It's sad that I don't remember because it's been so long since we podcasted. <laughs> so uh, let's um, let's get some more listenership so Jimmy and I can uh, podcast more often and not forget how where our buttons are. Yeah, incorrect. That's the wrong one. Rookie Outlook. All right, so we already discussed just now what our rookie outlook is. So uh, why don't you hit me with one of your your top three rookies for this season? All right, so I guess this isn't this isn't in any particular order. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and start with Drake London, um, who got drafted uh, as the first wide receiver off the board to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so this guy is, as we mentioned before, he's like a another Mike Evans. Um, and now that he gets to line up and play with Kyle Pitts, um, you know, he's going to get some of the target share that Calvin Ridley is going to, you know, give him because Calvin Ridley's basically gone for the season. Um, and Russell Gage is now also gone. Uh, so I think he's going to make an immediate impact. Uh, the only thing that is concerning with him is the QB. Um I think as of right now, they have Marcus Mariota, and they also drafted Desmond Ritter, um, who is, I guess he was projected as like a top quarterback, um, but we're not, I mean, like I wasn't too confident with this this year's uh, QB class, so we're going to have to see how preseason goes. Um, you know, we, we, we might see him heat up, and he might just, you know, take over the job immediately as, as they go into the season, um, because you know, Marcus Mariota was a backup quarterback prior to uh, getting traded to the Falcons. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you on Drake London. There's just, like, the team has to throw to somebody, right? And Drake London is really the only wide receiver name that's really prominent out there for that for that team. Um, so, you know, even if you have a bad quarterback, the ball has to go somewhere. Um, so Drake, I think Drake London's, I think Drake London is actually number one uh, in terms of rookie ADP, average draft position. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think you're not the only one thinking that. So, <laughs> Wait, so let me ask you: Do you, do you like the landing spot? Uh, I do like the landing spot, and I I think that uh, I you mentioned Desmond Ritter. I think he's gonna have a quick ascen- ascension to re- relevance. Yeah, because uh, Marcus Mariota, he's had multiple chances to to kind of become a starter. Yeah, uh, or you know keep being a starter and he hasn't been able to do that and so Marcus Mariota to me feels like kind of like a, a fill-in for now until they can get their rookie up to speed yep and I guess the last thing on for me for Drake London is they're not unfamiliar with a a big tall like physical wide receiver you know the last one that they had there was Julio yep so yep but the, like, like you said before the only uncertainty is quarterback because back when back when Julio was playing it was Matt Ryan Matt yeah. Ryan so um I would be much more confident if it was still Matt Ryan, but yeah. you know. Yeah. All right. So uh, I have three quarter. Uh, sorry, wide receivers. Uh, my first wide receiver is gonna be uh, Traylon Burks. Um, I think that he's gonna be a, 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 all of all of our picks are gonna be really pre- pretty much like top picks, first rounders. I would say, if not, then top of the second round. Uh, Traylon Burks. He has a very very similar profile to uh, AJ Brown. Uh, I have here in the show doc. He's AJ Brown Jr. Um, and so the Tennessee Titans did a really interesting move, and they traded away AJ Brown and picked up an AJ Brown Jr. So I think you can see, we I think it's easy to see a path where he kind of where his path to um, stardom. Um, if he can, he has the same body body type and kind of playing style, uh, wide receiver style. So if he can just um, get over that the the rookie mistakes that he's going to make i think that he's going to be a superstar yeah i think uh, the the interesting thing about the titans is that they they traded aj brown during the draft so i guess they they saw that Traylon burks was someone that you know can come in and, and replace aj brown and you know they don't have to pay aj brown the the kind of money that you know uh cooper cup is getting paid uh you know guys like 
like that. Right. Um, it was a quite a smart move for the uh, the Titans in terms of getting a similar player to what you already have, but being able to play less. And not only that, the new player that they're getting is younger, so they're gonna, he's, gonna, they're, he's obviously going to last longer. Yeah. So he's 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 basically good for you know four years, and then if they want to pick up the fifth year rookie option, they could. Yep. Um, but you know they save money there. Yep. Save money was uh, with looking like similar output. Yeah. I mean, with all these guys that we're naming. They're all good for dynasty too, because you know you're drafting rookies, but it, you know th- this is also for the long run. You're not just going to be drafting these guys for for the year, right? All right, what's your second, Jimmy? So I have Brees Hall. Uh, he is a running back for the New York Jets. So I have in the show doc that the Jets actually traded up to select Brees Hall, um, and you know the Jets. I, th- I believe they only have. You know, like a, the only starting caliber running back that, that they have over there is Michael Carter, who was last year, who was he was also a rookie. Um, and you can see that they, they actually played him a lot and he got a lot of, um, you know, he got a, he went out there and actually did pretty well as a rookie. Uh, so I think um, selecting Brees Hall, where they selected him, they want him to kind of, you know, go out there and be the, 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 the what is it called? The bell cow? Yes. Um, you know, with, with Michael Carter too. So it, you know, this could potentially be a one, a one B situation. Um, but Brees Hall, you know, he was a talented running back in college. So I I can see him also, you know, being that guy there. Yeah. I think regardless, he comes in and gets a good amount of work. So he's, I think he's, so we talked about your first, your first person, Drake London being the, um, number one ADP. I think Brees Hall is number one in terms of rookie uh rookie uh running back yeah so you know it's it's a everybody believes that he's gonna get work right so yeah i think you've covered it for breeze um my my second is gonna be uh another wide receiver uh his name is uh sky Moore. i was trying to think about pun but i couldn't um, I was gonna say sky's the limit for this guy, <laughs> um, but I'm sure he, sure that's a kind of overused. It's that's an easy one, low hanging fruit. <laughs> um, but yeah, no Sky Moore. Um, he, if you guys don't know, Sky Moore is on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, if you guys don't remember, Kansas City Chiefs has a great quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, and um, and if also some other big news. If you guys didn't weren't paying attention this this off season, Pat, uh. Patrick Mahomes is no longer thrown to Tyreek Hill, which opens up a lot of targets in Kansas City. Um, so th- they need to fill in uh, that target count, and I think Sky Moore is going to be that the guy to do that. Uh, Sky Moore is—he's not the biggest guy. He's actually pretty small, but he has against very similar like uh, what's called uh, the word uh, quantifiables, not quantifiables, but. Uh, Tangibles, tangibles, like you know his his speed and um, the, the things that they test for in the combine. Right. Uh, those numbers are very similar to Tyreek Hill, so he can easily fill in as a, he's he's not gonna like be Tyreek Hill, but I think he can easily fill in as like a Tyreek Hill type player. And uh, I think that's something that they need now that they don't have Tyreek Hill. And um, yeah, I think that's that's guy more. Yeah, and I think with with a future Hall of Famer quarterback on your team. You can't really go wrong uh, with Sky Moore. Uh, you know he's he's obviously going to get the targets. Uh, it's just a matter of how he'll. Give me one second. All right, you were just saying something about. Yeah. Uh, so uh, with Sky Moore, so I mean it's up to him to to you know um, for him to be acclimated. If once he gets acclimated, um, you know he. I feel like the sky is the limit for him. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. All right. So my last uh, rookie is Kenneth Walker. He's going to be playing for the Seattle Seahawks this year. Um, So pretty excited about this guy because, you know, he he was a stud in college. And um, with the uncertainty of Chris Carson this year uh, with his neck injury, there's a real possibility that he could be retiring. Um, I mean, he he said himself that he wants to come back 
because you know he really loves the game of football he wants to come and play but um with the extent of, of that injury with all the neck injuries that seattle has experienced with players in the past they've all um you know they've retired and that's it um and i heard or like i've seen that rashad penny was nursing uh it looks like a hamstring injury um so you know i, I expect kenneth walker to be getting a lot of the, the time uh, as as a running back there um yeah i feel like he it's a great landing spot for him because seattle is they were uh, a run first team um and i think they're trying to get back to that i think with uh, especially with coach carroll still being head yeah coach. and the you know with the quarterbacks being geno smith and drew lock yeah i think they're they're gonna need to have that 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 run to establish that run exactly so that that's a great um third pick i think i think that was that i think he's the second in terms of adp for running yeah. back i think you have the one two three yeah overall With, without knowing i didn't i had no idea but the, that's fine yeah um i think these are players that we should be talking about because you know it helps our listeners kind of decide who to pick during their their rookie draft yeah it's gonna well, be hot yeah these are the, hot all takes. the all these names are going like i said all these names are going to go first round if not top of the second round yeah um so my last player is uh has a is it in a similar situation to sky Moore, uh but with less competition um so christian watson was drafted by the green bay packers uh so it's similar in that you know there's a lot of open targets targets that need to be kind of reassigned to new players um, because Devontae Adams is no longer a Green Bay Packer so all those targets that went to Devontae Adams need to go somewhere now and um, Christian Watson is his competition is uh, Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins and then some other player that I don't know his name <laughs> I don't I don't I don't think I've seen his name before so that's Christian Watkins, Watkins' uh, competition. The only concern for me is that um, Rogers, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rogers. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, um, he tends to throw the p- to players that he trusts, yeah, rather than like new players, players that he doesn't have really have r- rapport with. But I think that's something that you can easily build over time, and o- especially being a dynasty league, uh, something that can build over the next four years or so. And so I think um, even if not for short term, long term, Christian Watson is a um, great pick. Yeah, I and mean, I think in, ter- in 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 some ways he might even be a better pick than Sky Moore because Sky Moore he does have that competition. He has he he has a great quarterback just like um, just Christian Watkins does. But uh, Watson, I keep saying Watkins, <laughs> Watson. Uh, so Christian Watson might be even a better pick because he has less competition than Sky Moore. Sky Moore is going up against Juju. Ju- Juju. And not only that, but they have MVS now too, who they gave a three-year contract to. Juju is only a one-year contract, so yeah. they're they're really banking on MVS being the next big thing. And it's a big contract; it wasn't you know a small a small thing. Yeah, I heard I heard good news with MVS and Mahomes too. It seems like they're quickly building that rapport with each other. Yeah. Uh, I, just quickly with Christian Watson, um, I think you you can be pretty confident picking him because the the Packers have done a really good job at developing their wide receivers you know with Devonte adams back then and even randall cobb and and jordy nelson so as long as you know aaron Rodgers is behind center um you can have confidence in, in picking this guy yep and that's our uh, that's our each of our top threes for the rookies yeah just remember to do your own research you know see what you need for your team and and how these guys are gonna fit into their roles um but yeah yeah all right, let's move on and hit the right button this time. Keep trade cut. You know, I'm really digging that this uh, this new transition uh, thing that we're doing, <laughs> especially when uh, you join in. Yeah, we we got it down. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys know keep trade cut. We uh, propose three players and we decide what to do with each one. Um, and as you guys know. Rookie, rookie dress is coming up and we all need to make room for our rookies so uh, let's uh, help you guys with that decision uh, I'll go first this time I guess since, sure. you, since you went first last time go for it so I have uh, my first one is I have three uh, running backs uh, two of them are old, a little bit older the third one is not that old but you know um, 
not on his first contract. So um, I have Derrick Henry, Melvin Gordon, and Ezekiel Elliott. What are you doing here, Jimmy? All right, so I think the uh, cut for me would be Melvin Gordon uh, just because I don't see him, I don't see his game, you know, what's the opposite of declining? <laughs> Ascending. Uh, yeah. So I don't see, so at his age, I don't see it, uh, him, you know, sustaining his, um, you know, level of play. I, I feel like he's going to, his play is going to decline. And also he has to play with um, Javante Williams. Williams. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think, I think uh, he's just going to be, the backup, and then he's just going to ride off into the sunset. So the cut here is easy for me. Um, the keep in the trade is a little bit tighter. I think I would keep Derrick Henry and trade Zeke. Um, just because Zeke has been underwhelming these past few seasons. Um, and, you know, Tony Pollard is still there. Uh, the only con- big concern with keeping Derrick Henry is we got to see how he comes back uh, from his injury um, but if he if he's still you know the same same stud he was before he you know he got hurt then yeah I would easily keep Derrick Henry there yeah I uh, I, I think I'm going to mostly agree with you here uh, Melvin Gordon is not a good long term because we're going to be talking in the context of a dynasty league right so Melvin Gordon is definitely not a good long term outlook for for a dynasty league, so he, I think you're, he's the easy cut. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, I think we're all tired of hearing his name and how disappointing he's been. But he's he's only 26 years old compared to the other two guys, so he does have time to um, to, to do something. Um, and you know he's kind of he's always kind of been like their the Cowboys guy. So um, he he. Given if the ball rolls the right way or lands the right way or however we say in football, <laughs> if the ball happens to go the right way for Ezekiel Elliott, he couldn't easily be, uh, you know, a top ten running back again. Um, whereas Melvin Gordon is going to have to split the work, and he's I th- I think he's on his decline. Um, Derek Henry, this one's a tough one. I think so. I think that the hard part about this keep trade cut is is because of Derek Henry. He's getting older, and in a dynasty league. You kind of want to take advantage of him while he's at his peak. You want to trade peak value rather than while he's declining, so you're not going to get as much value back. You're going to look for try to have to whoever has Derrick Henry, Henry now. Whoever <laughs> yeah Henry has it. whoever has him now might be a good time to shop him and look for somebody who's going to be a future asset uh, because there's so much uncertainty. I think Derrick Henry's thirty, right? He's if he's not thirty, he's I think he's nearing that. Yeah, and most running backs peak at around twenty eight um, on average. That's on average. So, uh, Derrick Henry is uh, could might might possibly be reaching the end of his. Not maybe it could be a long decline. Mm-hmm. So he could still have value, but uh, I don't think he's he's gonna have as good of seasons as he had in the recent past, especially with his injury. Cause when you're older, it's hard to, to get recovered from injury as well. Um, so it, I think it might be hard to do, but I think Derek Henry might actually be a, a good trade. And then I think I w- would keep Zeke, but at the same time, it's so hard to do because I'm just here tired of hearing Zeke's name and, um, how he's, um, I think there's just some name fatigue there. I think. Yeah. With Zeke. I mean, just for just for he he and hahas, in a redraft league, who would you pick? Oh, first? in a redraft league, had Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, okay. De- definitely Derrick Henry, but but that 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 that's the, that's what it is. is. That in a dynasty, you want to trade while while peak value. So I think Derrick Henry has the most name value here. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's scary because he's coming back from injury. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I like if I was in that situation, I would I wouldn't be sure what I would do there. Yeah, like. He, if, I mean, you wouldn't be. I don't think you'd be wrong if you held on to Derrick Henry either. He's still probably going to produce for at least another year, maybe two years, three. He may, he could he could pull a Frank Gore, you know. Yeah. But um, I think the price has to be right. Yeah, you don't want to um, trade away trade him away for nothing. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. 
All right, so I have a trio of receivers that are, you know, roughly the same age. Um, first guy is Debo Samuel. Second guy is Michael Thomas. And the third guy is DJ Moore. What would you do? Before we start, have you heard any recent news on Michael Thomas? I'm genuinely asking. Um, I think he should be playing this season, but I don't follow the Saints as closely. Okay. I would probably all right i think i'm gonna say it straight up i'm gonna cut dj Moore. i'm gonna trade michael thomas and i'm gonna keep debo yeah i think that's what i'd do dj Moore. uh i think he's just the easy cut because of his quarterback situation uh until the panthers figure it out dj Moore is gonna be it's gonna be tough sledding with dj Moore. uh as we've seen this past season his first couple games were phenomenal and then after that he was pretty much invisible for the rest of the season um and then uh with michael thomas i would trade him because i'm not sure that how he's gonna do two years removed from uh, a good season it's been two years since he's really played like anything any significant number of games did he play he didn't play at all last season right no and he didn't play at all the season before yeah, I think he got hurt pretty early on in the season right. before. So it's been pretty much two years since he's done anything significant. And, you know, a lot that, that much time off the field can really change the way uh, that you play compared to the way you've been playing two years ago. So I think that there's still a lot of Michael Thomas hype and a lot of excitement. And I think I would kind of capitalize on that. And then uh, with Debo... Debo is still really young. I think he's like 24. I think he's, yeah, he's probably 25. These guys are all like 25, 26. Yeah. Pretty close in age. Um, so yeah, I think, I think Debo is a, is the keep here. Uh, we saw how he played last season. He's pretty much the, uh, running back and wide receiver for that team. Yeah. He's an alpha. I don't think, I I don't think he's going to do as well as last season. I don't think he's going to do that. They're going to make him do that again. I know that he wanted to be paid more for doing that. Uh, and, um, I, you know, I think with a new season comes new players and I don't think, I think they're going to find new ways, a different way to use him. Yeah. So I, I mostly agree with you too. And you, you covered like a lot of the points already, but for me, I would probably cut Michael Thomas just because, you know, like you said, he's been two years removed from football. Uh, we're not going to know. We still we still don't really know how he's he's gonna respond when he comes back, especially with you know Jameis as his quarterback instead of Drew Brees, um, and with DJ Moore, I feel like he could still he could still get better, uh, even though his quarterback isn't the greatest. I feel like the Panthers could could move him during the off season, um, you know, even in future off seasons to you know a better team like a landing spot, um, and then. You know, with Debo, he's currently, you know, trying to get a new contract. Uh, but I don't see him leaving the Niners. I don't see, you know, the Niners getting rid of him. Um, and I think with, I guess, Trey Lance is probably going to be the starting quarterback. That I, I feel like that's a big upgrade from Jimmy G. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that's what I would do. All right. Sounds good. Um I mean, uh, just to go back a little bit on the DJ Moore thing, there's there's been a lot of news lately about the Panthers uh, picking up a new quarterback. They're they're trying to go for a Baker. Yeah, I know, which could be a good change. But I mean, I feel it feels it it kind of feels similar to Sam Darnold when they first got Sam Darnold. Yeah, I mean, with I I I know that Robbie Anderson, who's the other receiver on uh, the Panthers, he doesn't really like that move, the Baker move. And he tweeted recently that he wants to retire. Like, I, I don't get what's going on with this man. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. All right. So my last trio is going to be a wide receiver trio as well. Um, we have MVS with a new contract, Tyler Lockett with a new quarterback, and Adam Thielen with the same whatever he's had. The <laughs> Vikings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so this one, I think I would have to probably cut Adam Thielen. Uh, 
I feel like the Vikings should have maybe like moved him or you know released him or something because I feel I feel like he's not going to be the same Adam Thielen as he was a few years back. Um, in terms of the other two guys, Tyler Lockett doesn't have a good quarterback as of right now. Uh, if it was still Russ, then it'd be an easy decision. Um, but he's still a huge underrated receiver. And I think it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Um, he's incredibly talented. If, you know, if they decide to throw the ball up, I think he can still go get it. Um, but then like, I don't know if I want to keep him or trade him because the other guy, MVS, he's, he has a new quarterback. I'm not sure if it's an upgrade. It's, it's close. Uh, cause you know, going from Rogers to Mahomes. um, I think it's really going to depend on how the offseason goes. So, like, you know, building that rapport and, you know, just getting acclimated to the new team, uh, the new schemes and all the plays and stuff like that. Uh, I think with that, I'll probably keep Tyler Lockett. I'm not saying that as a Seattle Seahawks fan. Uh, And I would probably trade MVS. Fair, fair. So... For me, I think um, I have a, it's an easy keep for me, and the, other, the 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 trade and the cut part is the hard part for me. So I'm keeping MBS mainly because he has a new three three year contract. We mentioned I mentioned this before; it's a three year contract, unlike Juju's one year, um, and that that's the big bet to place. I think it's like thirty six million or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, it was a pretty. It was pretty it's good. A, it's a big contract, big, yeah. and so they're expecting things from there. They're going to use him. Um, so I think MBS is my keep, especially especially because we're talking dynasty. Um, contracts are a really big thing in Dynasty. And uh, when you see a contract like that, I think that's a, a sign that this is a player that you should be um, holding on to or, or at, least at the minimum holding on to, if not uh, um, trading. So um, I, I understand that he, he's a good trade trade candidate as well because of the uncertainty. Um, so I was saying the Tyler Lockett Adam Dillon is, is tough. Um I feel like Adam Thielen is an older wide receiver, and I think he's going to be start having his decline as well. Um, but I still feel like Adam Thielen might have more value than Tyler Lockett, mainly because Tyler Lockett is always so boom or bust, and now he's doesn't have a good quarterback. Um, Tyler Lockett, he uh, well. But whoever plays Drew Locke or Jalen Smith, it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to support both DK and Tyler Lockett. So I think he's going to continue to be boom or bust if, and that's if, the quarterbacks are, are going to be, be be able to give them that kind of a game, right? Um, whereas Adam Thielen, he's, he's kind of in a similar situation, but he's getting older, and he's still... He's, he, last year, I don't remember how many quarterbacks, but I think we I remember talking about him being like the red zone king. Like he gets the most touchdowns per red zone, like how many times he's in the red zone. So I, I, I feel like Adam Thielen is a good trade candidate because of that. Um, but he's still scary because he's older. So there's it might be tough to get a trade in a dynasty league for Adam Thielen. And I think because of that, I have to cut Tyler Lockett, even though I wouldn't actually want to cut Tyler Lockett if he, he was on my team. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah, you, you went... And- it was, that was a pretty good analysis on each of the guys. Yeah, that was hard. My heart hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think. But I think I, I'm all talked out for the for these guys. All right. So for my last three guys, I have Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones, and Alvin Kamara, who are all similar in age, um, and they're all running back. So I don't know if I mentioned that. <laughs> uh, yeah. What would you do here? Um. From past experience, I trade Alvin Kamara. <laughs> no, no, I joked. Well, I mean, I did, but I joked for this situation. Um, let me. I, I need to think about this for a second. Um, I, I will say that I did trade Alvin Kamara because um, he. I think he's at, at the beginning of the off season. He it's, he seems so iffy with Alvin Kamara because of his team situation, but now it seems like the Saints have it together, and I don't know if I made the right decision at the time. <laughs> Uh, I mean, at the time it might have been a person, but now it might not be. 
So, um, so, so we'll for, see. for those who don't know, what was your what was the the trade? The, mainly, it was uh, Alvin Kamara for uh, Travis Etienne. So okay. I, was, I I got a younger younger uh, running run, younger running back who's likely gonna pay, play uh, because his other running back counterpart is injured, and and also Travis Etienne was a uh, very high draft capital player, but also high draft capital under a different regime. Yes. So it's a very, it was a very risky trade for me. Yeah. He also uh, hasn't played a game. He hasn't played a game yet because, in NFL. He, because he was injured. Yeah. But um, I, I foresee him playing this next season kind of because he has to. Yeah. So uh, I'm not too worried about him. Um, I just, I think he's going to at least give me a big, a decent baseline. Right. But I, I'm hoping it can be of a Camara levels. It, <laughs> it can be, it cannot be. We'll have to see. That's, that's the risk of this trade. Um, yeah to get a, a younger a younger running back um but Alvin Kamara he, he's he's older but he's not that old he's I think he's 26 yeah so yeah um but he he gets used a lot too and he um so he's we all know he's really he has been really good and uh, his team situation at the beginning of the beginning of the offseason was rough so I was that's why I was one of the reasons why I was iffy and also he had he had legal issues but I think he's done with that now hope if, so if I'm not if I'm not mistaken yeah I haven't um, heard much of it uh but yeah, uh, Aaron Jones feels like he is going to be part of a committee with uh, Dylan, AJ Dylan. Yeah. Um, and Saquon has kind of fallen off the charts last season, as of you know, as of coming back from injury. So this is tough. Um, I feel like my gut says to drop Saquon. Did did the Giants draft a new running back? I'm trying to remember. Not that I know of. I don't. I don't recall that either. So, yeah. So I feel like they might still need Saquon. How old is Saquon? Probably twenty. He's twenty six as well, right? Twenty five, twenty six. He's around the same age. All these guys. Yeah. This is, like their mid twenties. This, this is where like they're supposed to be in their prime. Yeah. I think you know. I think this is gonna be the toughest cheap, keep trade cut for me this entire <laughs> you know session. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I'm going to. I'm going to um, I'm going to trade Alvin. I'm going to stick with that. Stick to my guns. I'm going to trade Alvin. I'm going to keep. Oh man, I just said I was going to drop Saquon, <laughs> but now I don't know. Because <sighs> see, okay, let me rethink this. Alvin Kamara doesn't really have a second a somebody to, like a one A one B situation, right? So maybe Alvin Kamara should have been the keep. Saquon is probably the trade, and Aaron Jones is probably the cut. Because out of these three, Aaron Jones is the only one in a one A one B situation, yeah, which can take away from from his um, his produ- his production, as well as um, AJ Dillon being younger than Aaron Jones. Is that right? Yeah. Also, I think better, but yeah, I digress. I, th- I think <laughs> no, I think they're very different run- running styles. So they, I think they they do complement each other pretty well. That's true. I think Aaron Jones is more of a pass catcher, and Dillon is more of like a smack in your face or like a punch, <laughs> right? <laughs> So um, I, I I still do see them having a lot of work, but you know splitting work is still not preferred as to, compared to when when you're a bell cow, right? So I think I'm I think I'm gonna lock it in, keep Alvin Kamara, trade Saquon, cut Aaron Jones. I can I, I do see a possibility for Saquon to come back and be the guy for his team, be, seeing that they didn't job anybody of note as at running back so, i think they actually improved their offensive line too if if i remember correctly yeah because saquon's still young and he, now he's now one year removed from his injury yeah so as long as he can stay healthy and um he he there's a possibility that he gets back to his form pre-injury yeah which was great right so um that's I, that's how i would spend that if i was trading him so <laughs> yeah locked it in okay so I like that, but yeah, like, I think for me the keep trade is closer than the uh, the cut. I would cut Aaron Jones as well, um, just because, like you said, he's in a committee. Uh, I think eventually Dylan is gonna usurp him like entirely, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then with Saquon, I did I basically did what you did, but opposite. I guess I traded for him, mm-hmm. um, banging on that you know. You know, for his injury, I was I was trying to buy low. Yeah, uh, that's that's the time to do it. 
and it hasn't paid off yet. So I'm hoping that it will. I'm just, I just, I just don't know because, you know, with the offense over there, they still have Daniel Jones as their quarterback. Uh, there, I don't even know what's going on with their wide receivers. <laughs> they drafted a Kadari- another Kadarius Tony type. Yeah, but like, I don't know what's going on in that room. Uh, so maybe you know the, the offense will be entirely just Saquon, <laughs> but yeah, who knows? Um, like you said, with his injury history, it makes me nervous to to keep him. Um, so like I could, it could be both ways. Like we can keep Alvin and like trade Saquon, but like I don't, I don't. It's so close for me. Yeah. Uh, but if I had to make a final decision, I would probably. I'd probably keep Alvin Kamara and trade Saquon. Okay, so we're on the same page. Yeah. All right. This makes me, this makes me uh, nervous about uh, <laughs> the trade I made. Hopefully, uh, Etienne can uh, can live up to his draft capital. Yeah, it's, there's just too much uncertainty surrounding Saquon. <clears throat> yeah. You know, with the, the entire team, um, maybe maybe it'll be it'll be good, but who knows? Yeah. All right. So that's it. That's all we have for today for keep trade cut. Um, on to our last segment. Are we including the uh, <laughs> with bots? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's see if we can get a mind melt going. All right. Rookie mock draft with bots. <laughs> we, go, we that's a little bit of jazz in there. We uh, played that played that by ear with bots. <laughs> So yeah, uh, this is this is exactly what it sounds like. We're gonna do a mookie, mookie, a rookie mock draft, a wookie, a, a rookie mock draft, and we're gonna do it with bots. Um, and as to make things a little more interesting, um, Jimmy and I we drew random numbers from one to ten and drafted in those positions. So we'll be drafting. Uh, I think Jimmy drew a two, so he he'll be drafting from the two position, um, and we're doing it as if. Uh, we're like in the situation of our own league here, and so the two position in our in our league was Steven. Yep, Tran man it was Steven. So, um, so Jimmy, you get three first round picks, and that's it. Yep, it just uh, sounds like a good deal. It does sound um, like a good deal. <clears throat> I, I will be drafting from the four spot, which is uh, Ryan's team. Um, so we we've taken our time to kind of look at those players teams and see what their needs are and we're going to be trying to improve their teams um yeah so um let's see we're on sleeper we're already all set up to go we good to go jimmy i think so <clears throat> all right let's see what the um the, the bots do should we do a play-by-play or oh, actually we no just... you know what we should do we should, we should do a play-by-play but also we should also kind of uh uh mention steven and ryan's team what their needs are okay that would make sense right i think steven needs everything <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I mean, he needs a quarterback as well. But because this this draft class, like we like we mentioned before, it's a weak QB draft class. I wouldn't go for a QB in the first round uh, yeah. at all, unless you're absolutely hurting for a QB. Yeah, I mean, if if you really need one, then you can trade one of your picks away for you know, like package it for a, a good quarterback. But um, yeah, yeah, and Ryan's team—he's um—he's got—he—he's he, not in a bad place, um, so he's definitely also on quarterback. He has Jalen Hurts and uh, Lamar Jackson and Carson Wentz as a backup. Um, he currently actually has Carson Wentz in a starting spot, but I'm sure that's because of the end of last season, it hasn't been moved since. Um, I think Ryan's weakest position right now and is actually his running back position, only because I mean he has startable assets right now. But he doesn't have depth in terms of uh, youth, so I think he needs to draft youth at the running back position. Um, and similarly, he he he's in a pretty good place for wide receiver. He has some young options and um, some established options. Um, but I think that would be his second priority would be wide receiver. Uh, and tight end, I think he could use a better tight end. But tight end is tough anywhere, especially in a rookie draft. You don't really get a good tight end until like they're in like year three or four of their yep. of their career so it's tight end drafting tight end at, in this draft is most likely going to be out of the window i would rather trade for a better tight end than draft one. so um yeah my, 
my priority today will be drafting a running back and a wide receiver. I think I'm just going for value. It, that's, all, that's something I, I mentioned last yeah. uh, last podcast. Drafting for value is something that you should be doing. Yep. Not, not not always. Drafting for your need is good too. Yep. Drafting for value is might be better uh, because it, you have more leverage that way in terms of you need to trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's get started. Uh, all right. Bot number one. Bot number one. I'm starting the draft now. Are you sure you want to start this draft? Yes. <laughs> on the clock. For the 101. All right. Brees so Hall. they took Brees Hall. <clears throat> Jimmy's on, on the clock. All right. So looking at the mock draft ADP, uh, Drake London is number two. And I like that pick. So I'm going to select Drake London. Good pick. Good pick. Good choice. I think it's the highest value choice you can make. So you're, yeah. you're already accomplishing your goals here. Team three is up on the clock. Are they going to pick? <laughs> they have to pick. I, I, I expected them to be quick because they're bots, but they're taking their time. They're thinking this through. Is it is it because it's a traded pick? Who's, whose pick does this belong to? Is this one of Steven's picks? Oh, this is one of your picks. Wait, it won't Do- let me pick again. Because yeah. it says that Team 3 traded their pick to Trayman25. Oh, because you're not Trayman25. Oh, okay. Oh, we didn't do um, this. I think we can we can just manually add yeah. the player, right? Yeah, we can. I got All right, so... That. Yeah, you, you can pick, and I'll figure out how to do that. So, let's see. So, we have Kenneth Walker, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, and Chris Olave. Oh, shoot. Can we pause it? I, I pause, I'm going to pause it now. All right. So, let's see. I mentioned... Kenneth Walker as my top three. This would be nice, actually, because I get a pretty good wide receiver and a pretty good running back. Because the next three guys are all receivers. And I feel like, other than Traylon Burks, they all kind of fall into the same tier. Like guys like Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jamison Williams. So... And then the next QB, I mean, not, not QB, the next running back that they have is Jay Cook, James Cook, who is on the Buffalo Bills. So I think I'm just going to go with Kenneth, Kenneth Walker here. Again, I think that's the best best yeah. pick. It's either that, either that or uh, Traylon Burks for me, but I do have Drake London already. Um, so I don't want to go double wide receiver here. Yeah. Uh, if, if someone had picked Drake, London as their number one pick, and I get Brees Hall there, then I would consider uh, Traylon Burks as my second pick here. But All right. I'm going to resume this. It's going to auto-pick Ken Walker, I think. <sighs> yep, okay, so it auto-picked Ken okay. Walker. I couldn't figure out how to, uh, you are, <laughs> how to you manually place. You are on auto-pick. Turn off auto-pick. Oh, that's weird. It only does that when... Okay, anyways. Um... All right, so next, I'm, I got the fourth pick, first round, um, but the top five in in my list right here is Traylon Burks, who we discussed, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, and Kenny Pickett, the quarterback, Kenny Pickett. Um, so I think we have to go with best value here. Um, and for me, it's, it's between Traylon Burks and Chris Olave. I really like Chris Olave as well. Um, I think he's a great wide receiver, and he's on a on a good team, but with a questionable, I wouldn't say questionable, a decent quarterback. Um, whereas Traylon Burks has, um, pause this real quick. Uh, Traylon Burks is also on a team with with um, decent quarterback as well, but I feel like he has less competition. So I think I might have to go with my head here instead of my heart, and I think I'm gonna have to go with Traylon Burks. So basically the. The uh, in terms of ADP, we're following it exactly yep. to the T right now. Wow. Okay. So Garrett Wilson goes off the Garrett board. Wilson. Yep. After that. Yeah. At the one hundred and five. And so then this this comes back to me again, right? Yep. Your team six. As Steve. Uh, your team six pick. So okay. So I think it's pretty easy. Oh, not really, because we still have Sky Moore. Sky Moore is a little bit down the list. Yeah. Um. I also think. Jahan Dotson is a, a sleeper. I think I think he's a sleeper too. I think I think he's a sleeper because of the team he's on. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he has a Carson Wentz thrown to him this year. Yeah, I heard they they've they've got it going over there. 
and the uncertainty with McLaurin right now and his contract. But I think I I would go Chris Olave. Yep. Um, I knew he wasn't coming back to me, but you know. Yeah. I like him here. All right. The first uh, six have been according to ADP. Yeah. Does it let you pick? Even though it's no. He's like, come on. Yeah. All right, Jameson Williams goes next. Then can you pick it? Then oh, James okay. Cook, so Sky Moore went. All right, hold on. Let me pause this. So we can yeah. uh, pause. So we can go uh, after Team Six. So, so after after Chris Olave went, uh, Jameson Williams, and then Team Eight took Kenny Pickett. Team Nine took James Cook, who I was going to take. <laughs> uh, and then Sky Moore went at, at uh, the one ten. So then we're back at the uh, two oh one. Christian Watson was taken, which is. Great, another great pick. Uh, team one doing real good here. Uh, Damian Pierce, Houston Texans running back, another good running back, um, was taken at the two hundred two, uh, which was traded away by Stephen's team. So Jimmy didn't have that. Jimmy's done for this yeah, draft. That's um, yep. pretty much just me. Yep. George Pickens, wide receiver for Pittsburgh, was taken after that, and we're back to me. Um, it's at the at the two hundred four now. So I'm gonna resume this. I really want to take a running back here because I know that the ones I like are on my top running back list. They're not going to come back to me in the next round. Yeah. Um, so I like Tyler Algier. He's he's actually on sixth on this list. Um, sixth, like currently available on this list. I like him because he's on Atlanta and um, their running backs there are um, going to be aging out soon. Um, Isaiah Spiller is really good. Um, candidate because he's just a really good player he's on yep. the chargers but they have um uh austin, austin eckler, eckler. Mm-hmm. and then so he he's a third on our list and the second on the list is rashad white um who's on the Tampa bay and i think he has a good path for ascension soon because leonard fournette's gonna age out eventually too soon too so i think my best value here is gonna be rashad white okay Isaiah spiller went after that then malik willis Derek ritter <laughs> Jahan Dotson. So Jahan Dotson wow. fell, fell a good amount. Yeah, he fell down. late late second round. Yeah. Trey McBride, he I think he's the only noteworthy tight end in, yes. this, in the rookie class this year. Agreed. Uh, Tyler Algier went after that at the 210. Then Matt quarterback Matt Corral went at the uh, 301. Um, who's this? Jane, James J- Wood. Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods. Uh, tight end. Tight end, yeah. Don't care. <laughs> uh, Sam Howell. I mean, he's in a good uh, landing spot. He's on the Colts. Yeah. And they only have oh, yeah. Jack Doyle is gone now. Yeah, the Jack Doyle is gone, but they they extended um, Mo Ali Cox. Mo Ali Cox, so yeah. it might be a sh- shared time. If anything, yeah. I don't know. Sam Howell, quarterback for Washington Red, uh, not Red, sorry, Commanders. Commanders um, went after that at the three hundred three. So we're back at the four or four. Uh, sorry, three hundred four, which is me. Um, available top. I'd say the top five, David Bell, wide receiver for Cleveland, Alec Pierce, wide receiver for Indiana, uh, John Mechie, wide receiver for Houston, Zamir White, uh, running back for Las Vegas, and Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver for Dallas. I think in the third round, it just becomes like a dart throw. Yeah, third round really is a dart throw, and um, I think the best dart throw here in this position you can even go further down. I think in the third round, this is where you want, you're going to want to take your stabs further down the, the list if you need to, if you want to. Um, I'm looking down a little further. Wandale Robinson, the the Kadarius Tony-esque player, is down, yeah. down there. Um, Hassan Haskins, the running back for Tennessee, is on there. Um, he he has an interesting past, path to ascension, too, with Derek, our Derrick Henry discussion earlier. So Hassan Haskins could be a a good long term pick, um, and I actually think since third round is dart throw, I think I might actually do that. I just want to look for another second real quick. Um, oh no, it's not scrolling anymore. There we go. Um, so I'm I'm if I want to take a wide receiver, I would probably take either Alec Pierce or John Mechie because of um, their they they would probably slot in as at the two position on their team, and I gotta pause this again. I I, I thought I was gonna talk much faster. <laughs> so um, so Alec Pierce is on the Indiana Colts, and 
I think he's going to come in probably at the wide receiver two behind um, Pittman. Um, so he's, he's, he's interesting for that. And John Mechie, the only other good wide receiver there is uh, Brandon Cooks, so another good option. And um, the, if I were to take a running back, it probably gonna, it's probably going to be Hassan Haskins at, for Tennessee. Um, and I, in terms of value... I think the wide receivers probably have bigger hit rate for 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 um getting to goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Stardom. <laughs> uh but if I were to draft for the team's needs, I'd probably draft for Hassan Haskins. Um <clears throat> I think my my heart says to take Hassan Haskins here because I I see a a path to to relevance here for for Hassan. And it's third round, so this mm-hmm. is where you gotta take your dark throws. Uh, oh, it it auto picked for me because I didn't pick fast enough. But it's Hassan Haskins. Yeah. All right, and the the rest of the players after that, I re- I really don't recognize. Besides, yeah, me besides Samir White, which we mentioned, David Bell. Yeah, that's how it usually is, anyways, in a rookie draft. Yeah. Um, at the end of the third round or third round. Yeah, like I said, it's all dark throws at that point, and um, but it's still important to do your do to do your research that, yep. that deep because you know. It's like a lottery ticket, and if you can choose the one with the best odds, you know that's you're just that much better for it. Exactly. So that's it, uh, Jimmy. Who did you draft? Just to recap. So I got Drake London, Kenneth Walker, and Chris Olave. That's a really good. That's a fantastic draft. Yeah. I think no matter how this plays out, Steven is going to have a fantastic draft because they're all yep. first round picks. They're they're all going to have like be players with great draft capital. Yeah, and the fact that he gets it back to back at the two and three, that's yeah, that's really good. Steven's team is gonna be one to uh, watch out for this year. Yeah, especially towards the second half of the year, once the what rookies get settled in. Yep. Um. So at the the four position, uh, I drafted Traylon Burks, uh, Rashad White, and uh, who did I Hassan, say? Hassan, Hassan Haskins. Haskins. So yeah, that's it. I think just a quick analysis of this draft, it seems like running backs are really hard to come by. So I think if you're a team that's looking for a running back, you should get them early. Yeah, I agree. Um, the two the two running backs I have, were I would consider like later running backs. Rashad White, I think, is, gets drafted pretty early. But I think both the running backs that I drafted, Rashad White and uh, Hassan Haskins, are both going to be players that don't have relevance right away. Yeah. But they will be good long-term for, uh, for Dynasty. Yeah, because they're young, and then they, the pe- the people ahead of them are um, are going to age out in the next two three years. So they they might it, it just might be tough holding on to a player like that. But that's what your taxi uh, slot is for. Yep. Uh, Traylon Burks is going to be relevant right away. I think so. Not a bad draft. I think a lot of people are going to dislike Steven. <laughs> I mean, we we put him in that position. <laughs> we trade we we gave him that's that. True. So it's only uh, it's only fair. Yep. Uh, so that's it for our podcast today. That's our three segments. That's it. Um, closing remarks, Jimmy. I do not have anything. That's um. I I thought the the mock draft was pretty fun. It's really interesting, and I know that for many of us, I think maybe for all of us actually, this is gonna be our first time drafting rookies specifically. Yeah. And for a rookie for a dynasty league, so um, maybe we'll put it out there as a poll or something and see if you guys want to do a mock draft with our league. Um, that way we can get a little bit of practice before a real, a real draft. Um, I think that would be beneficial for everybody. Um, so we'll put a poll out, poll out there for that mock draft. Um, and I just want to remind everybody again, pay your dues. Uh, don't make us chase you. And see you at the... off The OLAs. The OLAs. Organized League Activities. <laughs> I think OTA sound better. I think OLAs. I think we should call OLAs because OLAs. OLAs. OLA homes. <laughs> because because they call it the OTAs for the NFL, right? Organized team activity. Yeah. Like uh, the, you know the Raven OTAs. Yep. So I think we should call this the o- OT OLAs. This is league activities. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see you at the OLAs. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. That's it. Bye. Good night. Hell. <laughs> Give me one second. Ronnie.
relax. It's just a UPS guy, he's not even here. It's just a trophy. Is it? I think it's the trophy. I, I can check. Look at Lauren, there's nobody here. Wait, they just ring it and then just leave it? Yeah. Is it? It's a big it's a big box. It's a big box! But we shall not reveal <laughs> a trophy smack. <laughs>